bigger beats and fire that's your more When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's more When the moon hits your eye like a bigger beats and fire that's your more When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's more Bells are ringing Exco, give it to ya. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. Exco, deliver to ya. Knock, knock, open up the door to spill. If the knock stop, pop out and stainless steel. Go hard, getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I'll do it again. Cause I am like so stupid. Break bread with the enemy. Oh, Red Zone. And yes, it feels good to say Red Zone. We are back. It is the collab cast. We have a mix of characters once again, cause things just happen with me my co-host patrick allen pat i'm sure you've been better but how are we doing you know it was good to be back at the afc championship game you can't win them all sometimes things just go wrong but it's it's crazy once you have a ring how much different losing Mm -hmm. feels you just you know the cave always used to say i just i just put on the beats and i I play the game and if i lose i lose that's how it feels right now there's there's not as much pressure now yeah i made it there i lost We'll do it again next season. You know, best of luck to Rock. I mean, his team's playing great. I think he'll destroy. I mean, I didn't expect Adele to be here, but yeah, we'll get there. Also, I don't have the Redneck Rumble music queued up, but they are here. Andrew and Spencer, hopefully they are sober and awake, but time will tell. (laughs) Yeehaw, baby. What's up, guys? What's up, fellas? And now filling in for Stephen Reed, who once again has left us high and dry, told us he has his anniversary, cannot make it, and is trying to play games in chat with Aston. So he just got fired. His replacement. Welcome, Mikey. What is up? That's really gonna chap his ass too once he realized I put you in here. <laughs> I love ta- ta- I love Toffee. He was the bit in our uh, in my in our little ploy, our little feud, and I, I love that I I could get to him. He's so mentally fragile sometimes so. <laughs> i'm glad you're here to take some shots back because man he was ripping you a little bit on here but uh well the lost podcast yeah the lost files like... are oof there was there's a big anti icom rant in there and uh i didn't approve of it that's why i didn't air that's why they're lost but <laughs> no that's definitely not, definitely not why i uh i fucked the audio up but let's uh let's discuss we have the Super Bowl starting in about 15 minutes. Um, so, you know, that will go as we are doing this pod. We have Adele's Eagles somehow. He's on a great run. And it just shows that sometimes all you need to do is get there, man. Um, so he is there against Rocks Titans, as we just previously mentioned. The Sox are on. They're clean. And my God, do they have all the magic this year. They are rolling. Titans went 14-2 and this season. He has... Steamrolled through everyone in the playoffs, and here he is. Um, I, I see that continuing. Derrick Henry's just too damn good. Cam Newton's the perfect compliment for him. But what do you guys think of this matchup? We'll start with Icom. What are your thoughts? I think ultimately it will be a close game. Uh, I think there are both two coaches that are very good on the sticks. But I do believe that Rock is just on one right now. He is rolling with that team, what he's doing with Cam, bringing him on board. A.J. Brown is getting it done downfield. Derrick Henry is just bulldozing guys. But Adele will come with a plan to try to neutralize either Derrick Henry and try to limit what A.J. Brown is going to be able to do downfield. And he's going to have – he's got Miles Sanders in the backfield. So I think it's going to be a close one, but I've got the Titans winning by three points. Okay, interesting, interesting. It's definitely closer than I think it will be, but hey, that's why they play the games, right? Pat, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree that I think um, Rock will win it. He's just he does too many things well. You know, his defense is very good. He's he's probably one of the best lockdown user corners in the league, and he makes him able to really blitz and bring pressure without really losing much, you know, and then he has great safeties that cover the deep part of the field. It's hard to throw over the top on him and he's going to score. So you have to be like, you can't just come out and run the ball against him and play this close game. He's going to put up points. And then on the other side, Adele needs to be able to stop some of those deep crossers, stop the play action game. Cause he's going to, 
you know, the threat's always there of Henry, but he doesn't... Henry's not really the threat early on. It's him using him as a ploy, and he gets the play action going. He gets the ball moving. He's not scared to try out some weird plays now that he has Cam Newton. So just the attack comes from so many different places, and I just don't think Adele is going to be able to stop it unless he gets... I don't want to say luck. It's not luck, but like he's going to have to get turnovers. And most likely he's going to have to come from interceptions because Derrick Henry doesn't fumble the ball. So I just don't think he's really going to, unless he gets lucky, pull that off. And Rock's just going to put up the points. He's going to play great defense. And I would say probably win more by like 14 or more points. Interesting. Uh, Spencer, your thoughts? I think I'm going to roll with uh... – I think I'm going to roll the Titans by seven here. I think Derek Henry is going to be the X factor, of course. I know that uh, he does a really good job of mixing up that offense, especially with Cam at the helm, and he's able to move around a lot in the pocket that way. And Brown's always going to be a weapon, but I think Derek Henry is going to run for at least uh, two touchdowns in this game, especially against uh, that D line right now. I know Cox is kind of old, and um, you know that team is really good. But I think again, the X factor here is going to be Henry, at least offensively. And Rock's a really good defensive user. I think uh, Pat hit on that momentarily. Um, and he does a really good job of being able to situationally call uh, the right plays and being able to use your cornerback, which is a really good skill to have, um, especially in big matchups. If you want to take away that really good um, receiver that Adele has, I think that user corner could be the way to go. Um, I expect them to win the turnover battle. I expect them to – I expect Henry to run for at least two touchdowns over 100 yards. Um, and I think Titans are going to win by at least seven points tonight. Interesting. Andrew, your thoughts? Um, I think the biggest thing for both of these teams going into it is obviously stopping the run with Sanders and Henry. So if that happens, it's going to be Jalen Hurts versus Cam Newton. And uh, I don't think Jalen Hurts, just where he's at right now, is going to outplay Cam. And Cam can do a lot more, but obviously you can try to stop Derrick Henry, but you can't. Um, I'm going to take the Titans by 17 up in here. Let's go. All right. Well, I guess I have to be the only one, huh? I'm rolling with. <laughs> you don't have um, to. You oh, really I don't do. have to. Um, we can't just have the clean sweep. That's not fun. I'm rolling with the Eagles. I think the Eagles win this game by six. Um, if you look at it, he runs the ball really well with Sanders, right? And you say Jalen Hurts is not going to be effective, but Jalen Hurts had a hell of a season this year. He had almost 4,500 yards, which is second best in the league. Finished with 36 touchdowns, only 19 interceptions. 19 interceptions is not bad. Uh, 67% completion percentage. The Eagles are rolling, and they just kind of seem like a team of destiny, right? It's kind of like, it reminds me of you, Pat, last year, where you didn't expect them to go on this crazy run, and they beat some teams along the way that you did not expect, and he, at the end of the day, here they are, and once again, he's going to this game as an underdog. He's been an underdog throughout the playoffs. Adele game plans really well, man. Adele knows what you're going to do, and he takes the first thing away. He makes you beat him elsewhere. And Rockspit done a good job of playing really balanced, and he's played complementary football all season long. Adele's going to show him some things that I don't know if Rock's ready for. Plus, you have to factor in. Adele is a four-time Super Bowl champion. He's been in this spot before. He's won. Rock has not won one yet. That pressure can creep in the back of your mind, and some guys overcome it, some guys don't. He's been there already this cycle and lost to Ernest because Ernest obviously has a great team. That, that Titans defense does give up some points, man. They've given up some points in a couple of games this year, and I think that it as long as the weather's clean, that Eagles offense is going to score. Uh, I, I'm taking Adele. I'm taking the Eagles. I would. I, I'll take the points, and I don't know. I just. I, it just feels like this is a, like a team of destiny this year. Uh, hopefully, I'm wrong. I don't want to see Adele win a fifth one. I, it, it'd be nice to see Rocket his first. Um, but I, I have a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach that Adele is going to come out with ring number five and get the one for the thumb. So. It'll be interesting to see. We'll drop updates in the pod as this game kind of kicks off and, and happens. But, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, as terms of season wrap-up, playoffs were pretty interesting this year. Uh, I don't know if there is any games you guys wanted to talk about or any teams making it in. Uh, I was obviously very surprised the Colts were the seventh seed. Did not exceed that. Did not see that. Um, big shout-out to the Chargers for upsetting Aston in the wildcard round. I did not expect that either. Um kind of surprised like surprised I, I don't know like if you look at Adele's path like he went through the Falcons that one I kind of expected but then he went through weed seed and put him down by 14 I did not expect that beats lefty by the touchdown like that's a good run uh you gotta feel for Remesu losing 
uh, Murray in that game. Sorry, that escaped me. Um, that was pretty shocking. I think that really changed the tide of the Packers game. Um, he still only lost by five, but RG3 is just not going to get it done. Uh, is there any games you guys want to talk about? Anything that surprised you guys? Um, Moji, real quick. I'm going to go back to the last one. If you think Dan the Archer Archer can't beat Tennessee, you think Jalen Hurts can? Yeah. That's just a yes yeah, or no I, question I real quick. Yeah, Dan, Dan the Archer <laughs> stinks. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> he looked like dog shit today. Dan the Arch Archer played to his ratings today, and you saw what happened. Uh, he, I did he, it. I, I, uh, fucked yeah, up. I did it. it, is what it is. I'll but, tell you I, what. Uh, a game in the playoffs. If we want to stay on that topic, though, uh, I think the Chargers beating the Broncos may have changed also a lot of trajectory of the playoffs and how it went with Aston being defeated. Oh yeah, I agree. Oh, certainly. With that. I mean, John's just been hot, man. He's been hot, but like throughout the season, if you look at his offensive stats, he was 21st in offensive scoring, 29th ranked overall offense uh, by yardage. So he wasn't really – he was doing it defensively mostly, not really putting up the points offensively. And for him to upset Aston 23-16, I thought that was just – that was great for him, uh, great for his confidence going forward throughout the rest of the cycle, I think, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. for sure. That was big. I think in Adele's podcast, didn't you say IJ will never be Aston once? I just listened to that this morning. Adele made a podcast? Of course, it was the playoffs that it happened. The, uh, like the nine-minute one. From like he two was... seasons ago? When, when did? No. Oh, like his the, hungover uh, one, the one when he, made was, when when he was driving to McDonald's? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was nonsense. Terrible. This team stinks. This team stinks. I, I mean, he's in the Super Bowl, so I guess it worked for him. But uh... He called Beat's girlfriend ugly. He did not. He did not say she was ugly. He did not say that. He said that her forehead circumference matched his own. That's what he said. The area of her forehead was equivalent to his. And honestly, he's not far off. But (laughs) I mean, she does have a big forehead. He wasn't lying. Come on, man. It's not a bad thing. There's plenty of very attractive women out there that have, you know, a larger area on their forehead. It's fine. It's a bigger target. It's it's not a bad thing. Anyway. Big brain. I I hope he listens to this on loud in the car. I I told her to move to New York because she's awesome. She called me Kenny Powers. We're great friends, me and Kendall. I'm not worried. Anyway, moving on. Um, Let's let's talk about some of the off-season stuff that's already started to happen. Obviously, guys have zero patience, myself included, uh, to get trades submitted and, and get their stuff going the second that they're eliminated. Um, so there are a couple of trades. Icom, if you want to list them off one by one, and we'll kind of talk about those yeah. and get everyone's thoughts. Yeah, let's start with the, the first trade that happened. Uh, as soon as the 49ers yeah, were eliminated, they went out and traded for Lamar Jackson. They sent... Wow. Uh, the 49ers sent the number three overall pick, the 19th overall pick, the 50, 50th overall pick, and a future first to the Ravens for Lamar Jackson. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I'll start with Pat. Pat, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm very happy for Lamar Jackson. He, he'll now have a career. <laughs> he'll win games. It's true. <laughs> um, I feel bad for the NFC. I feel bad for the NFC West. They, it, that team just became a whole lot better. I think Ernest is going to be real good um with him so yeah i mean Ernest gets knocked out in the wild card after going to the super bowl back-to-back years uh, it's a it's a quick reaction i think but i think it's one of the ones that's going to pay off well, what did he trade for it again uh the number three overall pick 19th overall pick 50th overall pick this year in a future first it's it a lot. still just doesn't um, feel like enough though I felt like it wasn't the, the enough free for overall a 97 three. overall quarterback. Three is good if you're getting a quarterback, he's but young. he's not getting a quarterback at three. Nothing that will ever Nothing, yeah, like exactly. Lamar. Lamar is so talented, and he's so young still. And, yeah, he's going to get paid a boatload of money. But for me, I feel like BP kind of jumped the gun a little early. If you want to trade him, oh, no, I like I like the move for him because he wasn't winning with him. You're not going to want to pay him. Go get some defensive players. Clear cap start over with someone else. He's I not going to win with that guy either, though. Yeah, well, you say this all the time, but at least try it out. You know, but I the, but I don't. I I I gave Glenn a lot of credit for going to get the quarterback. I think that 
Ernest did a great job here. I'm giving him shit for getting rid of it, one of the best players in the league. I just don't think it's small. Like, how is your team going to improve by downgrading significantly at arguably one of the top three most important positions in the league? Yeah, but you're going to open up 30 to $40 million a year in the next coming years and have a rookie and a third overall pick to fill a great role, and you're going to be able build an amazing team around maybe who's not the best quarterback, but I still just, I think you don't need the best quarterback if you can build everything else amazing. You know, and he'll have all the money and the draft picks. Right, but you trust his GMing to fill out this roster amazingly. I do not. If you just think he sucks and can't do anything, then there's no reason to argue Right, no, but I think that you're better off keeping the best player possible instead of getting rid of that guy (laughs) and then gambling on yourself to go fill out a roster, which you have not been able to do to this point. Why would you get rid of the good player? That's that's my Mm. issue with it. And I think he could have gotten more. I I don't think it's enough. It just doesn't feel like enough. I get pick threes like valuable, but (sighs) you're... What were the other offers? Wasn't there like a battle going on for this? Like, yeah, people offered more that were a little bit later, which I get taking the higher pick. I'm not going to give him shit about that. Yeah. But like you're getting a lot more in future picks and other picks that were offered. I know Adele wanted to send more second round picks and stuff and another first or whatever the case was. I, I wasn't involved in the PMs, obviously. I don't know everything that happened, but it, it just doesn't feel like enough to me. But it is what it is. Spencer, what are your thoughts? Or Sorry, I can go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean – he's going to make the trade regardless. I think uh, Blueprint just likes to dev rookies. I think he just likes to have fun with it. But I would at least gotten another extra future first and another like future extra uh, extra future second. I, I think he definitely could have got more out of the deal, and I think Earn probably would have paid up for it um, if he would have just negotiated a little bit better. But I, I don't like the trade personally. If you already got – the second best quarterback in the game on your roster, you're never going to replace that talent. I, th- I think you keep him, and then you try to build your roster elsewhere uh, with the picks that you got. He had, I think, uh, pick 14 already. So, I mean, he's going to get a solid player there with 14 uh, if he needs a receiver or tight end that he feels or offensive line to help block for Lamar. But I, I, it's a win for Ernest and I think a loss for uh, Blueprint. Interesting. Spencer, your thoughts? Well, I definitely think uh, – I think we say this all the time. Adele, I think, says it a lot. Um, we got to let the market dictate itself. And there were more teams coming forward who wanted to, to give more. And I think that um, the Ravens should have kept Lamar. But, again, that's a different philosophy. I think you need to build around your, your best player. And, um, you know, Lamar's still young, and I get wanting to fill out your roster. And you have the picks to do it, but you could have had more picks. Um, again – I think uh, I think Icom said is you know it's it's very true. Um, the 49ers got a big win here because, but then again, I have to I have to think about how much money is going to Lamar Jackson when he wants to be resigned. <laughs> is Ernest going to have to ship out a bunch of really good players? You know, like that's where we're at, and that's something we're going to have to focus on and watch going forward. But a big move here for the Niners, I think it really because I mean Ernest has already been amazing this cycle. Um, so I think this really does push him to more Super Bowl contention, more than what he's already been. Okay, Andy, your thoughts? Um, obviously Ernest wins, and Ernest is going to be OP. But my thing is, like, to me, Blueprint offensively basically has to start from ground zero because it's not like he has a running back. Okay, I'll run the ball, and then I don't have to get a running back at some point. And all these run first teams are going to try to keep their top two back. So you're not going to get a fantastic running back in free agency that'll take over. So you're probably going to have to draft a quarterback, then a running back. And that puts you very far behind of the Steelers who are doing well and they have Babineau. And they just need a quarterback and they're fine. I'm not going to brag on myself. I'm trying to compete. Um, And the Browns are, I mean, their new user doesn't seem bad. Like Longville or I think his name's Matt is does very well and Moji's credited him for how like sim he is and how fun he is to play. So that's my thing there. And I think blueprints thing with Lamar is Lamar. Like obviously Lamar is not bad, but he wasn't using Lamar like Lamar is in real life. Like I think I know when I played, I definitely ran more read options with Joe Burrow than blueprint did with Lamar. Lamar's not going to be a pocket passer 
at all. He's a you know versatile guy that can run the ball and roll out. And I think Blueprint's really worried about not trying to get called cheese or anything for that. So he wasn't using Lamar how Lamar is made to be used in the game. I can understand that. Um, I don't know. It's the the rollout stuff is like a weird scenario too, right? Because it's like people are gonna call you cheesy regardless of what you do, and you kind of just have to let some of it like roll off your shoulders. Because if you're using them the right way, it's not cheesy. Like we talked about, like the designed rollouts, and we talked about you know all those bootleg plays and things like that. That stuff's not cheesy. Running quarterback powers with Lamar Jackson is not cheesy. Like there's plenty of run formations you can use that are not lame and. You know, you see Toff does it with Cam Newton. There's plenty of, you know, guys in the league who have the quarterback to do it, whether they choose to because they're scared of fumbling or scared of injuries is a different story. But you have a guy like Lamar who has those abilities to run and you don't use him, I think, is also, yeah, he's kind of wasting him in that way. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't love the trade for for BP, but it is what it is. Uh, I think Eichem's – I mean, I, sorry, Ernest. I think Ernest is going to light it up with Lamar. You saw what he did with a guy like Taysom Hill. Uh, and he kind of went on a little run with that guy, and my God, Taysom Hill stinks. So it's going to be scary to see what he does with Lamar. I'm just really interested to see what he does to keep a good team together. Because So Lamar's on his last year of his contract coming up this next year, so I think he has to sign on this coming mm-hmm. season. He's going to want all the money in the world. He's probably Has he already used his six-year tag? I don't believe so. There's There's not many of those that have been used. Yeah, I don't know if he'll have to use it, but he's going to want. A I mean, ton yeah, of money. You, you stretch it six years anyway, kind of helps stretch that money he's out. He's already. His his three plus one right now, he's already probably losing Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith's he, 100. That's not so a he's good. But he's using a lot of, you know, Dre Greenlaw, Richard Sherman. I know these guys are old, but they're the backwards of, backboard of his team. Jimmy Ward, his center. And then he has Bosa also on a contract here next year, along with a few other people. Like, he has money, but. If he wants to keep some of these stars, or he almost has to rebuild an entire right. team around. I agree Lamar. with that. He's one of the money to do, but it's just really interesting. I'm interested to see what he does because he has this old kind of team he's built through free agency that's been good, and he had some old quarterbacks kind of there or not great to make it work. But now he's just signed the star quarterback. He's pretty much going to let every other talent on his team walk. And kind of rebuild it. I think odds sure are odds are the defense will probably struggle, and he'll just focus on the offense and just be like, "Hey, I know my, my defense is going to suck, but you're going to have to put up more points than I am." Because I think he kind of did that with the Chiefs when he was the Chiefs when Mahomes had the big contract and the Chiefs yeah. defense wasn't that great, and then he ended up departing Madden that, that cycle. It didn't work out so well. So this team's also built differently <laughs> though than a Chiefs team. This team is built to ground and pound right he's gonna run the ball with his running backs and he which he loves to do and he's not bad at it he's gonna run the ball at Lamar now and he's gonna chew clock you know time off the clock so even if that defense does take a hit I know he's shopping Kinlaw he's shopping Bosa one of those two guys are gonna get moved eventually um which is only gonna give you a slew of picks right so you kind of get some of those picks back you gave up for Lamar by trading one of those guys and you go in and retool with those picks so it's not the worst thing in the world right you're gonna get some cheap talent in the door but he's, you know, he's going to have to play that game where he keeps the, you know, his defense on the sidelines, and I think that he is set up to do so. Uh, he has good young fast wide receivers. They believe me, they can run crossing routes for days over there. Those guys. He's got Kittle still, so like that offense is going to be filthy. It's all about how quickly does he score, and is he going to try to play that like ground and pound game and keep the defense off the field? Shade. We heard the shade in there. What shade? There was no shade. <laughs> I'm not one to throw shade. Zero. All right, well, should we move on to the next biggest trade that happened quickly? Yes, Absolutely. Uh, as soon as the Jets oh, were eliminated choice. from the playoffs, they went out and obtained OBJ from the Cleveland Browns for the 24th overall pick, a future third, and a future fourth. Ike, what are your thoughts on that trade? You got to steal. <laughs> it's just yeah, like Moby to go rape a new user. You know, just walk in there, pretend to be a Butters him up all season and then just oh, destroys him. In my defense, um, he's part I of the think... BM coaching tree, so I pull no punches. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> hey, all, all, all spare in love and that's, war, right? That's so, right, baby. Um, I think he could have asked for more. I mean, he is new to the league, and he will learn over time. I mean, he was eligible to make trades, and there is a trade committee that approved the trade. So, I mean, the, 
all the requirements were met. I think this is a great trade for you. It only solidifies you in the AFC. When you went 14 and two this past season, I think it's easily you, you'll be able to repeat that. Now he's joining Allen Robinson, Denzel Sims. Not sure what you're doing with Crowder. If you're keeping him. Uh, and then obviously with Sam now, uh, just what is he? 88 overall now. So uh, 91 I mean, overall X factor. 91 X factor. There you go. Oh, actually, so, sorry. That's with his uh, morale. Yeah. So he's an 89. So I think you solidified uh, your stance in the AFC and for you to make another run and hell of a trade. But here's what I will give you. You knock on people's doors. You come to me all the time. Hey, you trade and so and so you trade and so and so until, you know, and when someone says, yeah, I'm interested. And then you negotiate and make a deal. So good on you. Spencer, your thoughts. All right. I'm not going to spend 30 minutes. (laughs) This has been my favorite segment on any Clubcast ever. So keep going. Yeah, I bet. I bet it is. So I think um, I think the the what is it Browns I almost said the Bills the Browns definitely got robbed I mean just absolutely I mean it's highway robbery what we're looking at um, but again the trade committee exists for a reason um, they obviously see, they see something different than we do um, but it's a big trade for the Jets obviously I mean it, that offense is already really good um, Sam has has been great since the beginning of the cycle. The Jets made a really great first run with the roster they had. Um, and I'll tell you, because I had the Jets in a different league with the stock team, I didn't do very well. Um, but I don't do well with my team anyway. But I think um, this Jets team, man, it's got a lot of firepower, um, especially if, if they can get – I mean, they already have plenty of pieces on defense, but they're just getting better and better. Um, this is a good move for the Jets. I think the Browns guy is going to learn very quickly what it takes to make the right trade. and um, And this was not – Obviously, we all make mistakes when, the, when we first jump in the league. Um, I made my fair share. I still do, but I think uh, this is a learning experience, and that's what it's all about. Well said. Andy, your thoughts? Let's say three quick things on this. First of all, I could see a Lamar – or not Lamar, uh, Ernest Emoji Super Bowl, just off these two trades right here because now these offenses are so fantastic. Second of all – Lamar and OBJ have left my division, so I think it's a great <laughs> trade. Um, this is a great year for me. And third of all, if mine and Spencer's trade can't get approved, but this crap can, where Moji's bends the new user over, then this is bull crap. I'm done. I, I know you had a lot of things to say, so we'll jump to that real quick. This is. I, yeah. I know you're upset, okay, and, is... and if you want to set the scene, because I have you and Spencer here, and I know you guys have been going back and forth, I'll, I'll hand the mic to you guys and, and walk us through what's happening. All yeah, right now, go ahead, go ahead, right now? we're on the trade side okay. as well. So I see Michael Thomas is on the block. I text Spencer and be like, what you want for him? And then he said, I have an offer of two first and two seconds. So I was like, all right, bet I'll match that. Who is it from? He said, Moji. And then I said, can't wait till Moji tells me that's a bad trade since he offered the same thing. And then, and then, <laughs> um, and then of course it got declined. And then I said, okay, whatever they will accept, I will do. And then Toff texts me and says, uh, first and a second. I tell Spencer that. He says, that ain't good enough. And so now we're trying for a one, my first second this year, and a future second next year. And we've been waiting for over 24 hours. And everybody in the trade committee is in the main chat, but we have not heard a thing about that yet. And that is, that's some crap. All right, I'll weigh in. Um, of course, in the first submission, we have to mention the first submission being it was first uh, two firsts and two seconds, knowing that that wasn't going to get approved because he is 30 years old. But, again, he is one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the game. Um, I doesn't fit my play style. And uh, I wanted to move him. wanted to make some cap space so I can replace him with more talent, even though he's, he's excellent. He's just getting older. Um, but I think, hopefully, I think this trade will get approved. I would like to see it approved. Um be a great move for us, even though we're losing a really good player. But again, uh, it gives us some some wiggle room to make free agency uh, uh, better than what could be. Uh, but yeah, I would like to see it approved again. I'm not pushing for it because um, I don't expect it to be um, done anytime soon, considering that it's been 24 hours. But yeah, there you go. Interesting. All right, cool. Um, Ikem, what is next on the trade list? I'm sure Pat has nothing good to say about uh, BJ. <laughs> uh, a lesser trade or not as impactful or 
you know, fireworks, explosive. Uh, we had Chris Jones shipped to the Pittsburgh Steelers from the Kansas City Chiefs in exchange for guard David DeCastro and a second and fifth round pick. So I, I, Dang, it looks man. like two teams were just swapping. They each felt like they had a need, wanted to improve in an area. And, I mean, Kansas City does get a second and a fifth. I think the second's nice. The fifth is kind of blah. But um, Kansas City obviously feels like they needed to improve on their offensive line so that they can maybe move the ball a little bit better out of the backfield, protect Mahomes. Is that what it is? I'm sure he also needs to clear cap, and trading Jones saved him $20 million. Um, I'm not sure what DeCastro's fit is coming in, but it's not $20 million. And you're able to get a second-round pick, get some younger talent in the door as well. I don't hate the trade at all. I think it's a good trade for both sides. It makes sense. Um, Steelers wanted to beef up their D-line for sure, and Chris Jones is a great player. He's just pricey. Um, You know, when you get a a serviceable starting guard for next season, he's probably not going to be here any longer than that, but it is what it is. And you pick up a second-round pick. I don't hate it. He was not keeping Jones after this year anyway. Um, So it it makes sense to me. Pat, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, kind of a non-exciting trade. Uh, I mean, the DeCastro second and a fifth. Yeah, it's, it seems like Correct. a lot, but Chris Jones is a really good player, man. Yeah, no, and I mean, he, he's 29. He, he's going to have to sign him this year. He's getting $20 million, which he won't have to pay much of it all this season because the cap penalty is like $14.5 million, so I think... Kansas City's going to pay most of that as it goes out the door. Is possibly. it? I thought his cap was zero. His um, cap it was nothing. Yeah, he's over. He's at two forty two right now, and caps at two thirty four. He's already eight million over going into next season. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He. So he. So he yeah. He does, he yeah so his penalty is zero for trading Chris Jones, and his savings is twenty million dollars. So that's exactly why this guy's is out the door. Under- did, did this trade already? No, oh, no, no, he's right. on the roster. Yeah, no, I'm fucking sure. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, I mean, he saves okay. $20 million by uh, was, moving this guy. So it makes sense for Spit. I think it's a great trade. He was pretty creative with this. Absolutely. And, you yeah. know, he got a good player back, and he gets the second-round pick. That's not bad. I mean, and DeCastro's De really good, too. Yeah, you, t- you take you take DeCastro for a year. I mean, I guess you could still sign him. He's going to be 33, 34. Get another couple years out of him. It's not too expensive. He's, you know, he's not going to get much worse. You know, he's still going to be good until he retires. So, yeah, you, you get the pick. It, if you're not going to pay Jones, it's I don't. you're not really going to get a whole lot more. I don't think someone's going to actually, unless you just want a first-round pick, but who knows if that's even worth it. You know, fill a position that you know will work and go from there. I like it. Cool. Anyone else have thoughts on this? I think it's big W for uh for, for both sides. I mean, you've already said that, but um, big W, especially for Spit. I mean, he's saving $20 million. It's getting a good offensive lineman out of it, getting a second-round pick. I mean, it's, it's huge, man. That's a good move for Spitta. And people have questioned GMing before, but I think this is a, I think it's a very good move for both teams. Uh, yeah, I uh, I agree with everybody. Um, the Steelers are obviously trying to make that defense better. They have Minka in the deep. They got Devin Bush kind of in the middle, and now they have Chris Jones up front. So they have three impactful guys on all parts of the field. Uh, I think it was a great trade for both sides as well. Awesome. Any other trades I can uh, one more, and then we'll get to the blunder. Uh, the last trade that uh, that successfully went through, this gentleman uh, is a repeat offender that spans the trade block chat. The Texans finally made a trade. <laughs> they the traded worst. wide receiver Will Fuller to the Chicago Bears for a current second, third, and fourth round pick. Ugh. Um, again, I mean, Will Fuller's aging. He's 29. He's still a speedster. Texans need picks. They don't have any. They didn't have any first or second or third round picks. I think going into this tra- draft, so I think they're trying to obtain some draft capital. And Will Fuller was expendable for them. Their offense wasn't explosive at all this year, so maybe they're looking to make moves there. Any thoughts? What did he? What did he get for him? Uh, for Will Fuller, he got a second, third, and fourth rounder. Uh, Will Fuller was traded with a future third for a current second, third, and fourth round. Mm. Yeah, I mean... I don't love it. That's all right. It's nothing 
You don't get. He doesn't get a whole lot. I just lot. hate that he moved Robinson. I mean, I'm glad he did. But you trade Allen Robinson for a future one, which is like a current two, right? And then you give up all those picks to go get Fuller, who's a worse version of the, right. you know what I mean. And he's not younger that much. You know, he's the same. They're the same age, so it's I I don't know. It just seems like. It seemed like he had buyer's remorse or seller's remorse, really, from moving on from Robinson and kind of panicked and went after the first wide receiver that was there. I don't love it, but it could be worse. Yeah, I don't mind having Fuller gone from my division. Not that, you know, Metal's been a whole lot of a threat with them, but, like, you just – I don't know that you're going to fill someone with a second and third round pick that has that type of speed and, you know, just box talent that quickly. You know, he already had a deal with him to be on the team until he was 31, 32. I mean, almost, I'd almost just ride that one out. But if I'm only getting some, you know, second, third round picks. But we'll see how it goes. Maybe he hits on someone and it does make a difference. It's, I don't think it hurts anyone either way. You know, kind of a not-too-flashy move. Cool. Anyone else have thoughts? I'm gonna um, give a scoring I, update. Oh, Hold Spencer. on. Yeah, this is quick scoring update. It's um seven seven going into the second quarter uh, of the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Who Andy, scored the sorry. first touchdown? Do we know? Uh, ooh, I uh, think. Is... Ooh, I don't want to be wrong. Sorry, we can get that later. It's fine. Keep keep going. Yeah. Um, I I don't like the trade for the Bears. Really, I might. I don't know if I'm the only one, but. Like the Bears, like just offensively, are in a sticky situation with like who they have, where. I guess they don't have any really like necessarily all stars because they did trade Allen Robinson, who tore me up when Moji and I played. Um, and so you're giving away picks that could be future guys to build oh, off scored of. Just scored 14-7. Build off of four Will Fuller, who's not going to be good for too long, and you're giving up future picks for that that could be guys you could develop and develop with other guys, I don't like it for the Bears. I also don't like because the Bears don't have a – like, what are they doing at quarterback? Tannehill stinks. Nick Foles is even worse. Like, these guys are both ancient. He needs to go get a quarterback in the door that actually has an arm and can throw the ball. So, like, whoever you have a wide receiver really doesn't matter right now because they can't get him the ball. So, I, I think that needs to be addressed first. Uh, and it hurts to be able to do that by moving some of these picks. But it is what it is. I'd rather him – try to make his team better instead of having checked out beat that we've had in the past so absolutely at least man's is logging in for him and it's really good by the way it was uh, miles sanders who scored the first touchdown gotcha. cool thank you sir um why we are on the texans i do want to bring up the deshaun watson fiasco because apparently that trade also got vetoed and deshaun watson was headed to the buccaneers and Oh my god. They vetoed it to save metal from himself because after you, after god. 55 seasons in red zone, <laughs> he still does not know how cap penalties work and does not know how finances work. And thought Yeah, that was going to be like a 100 million cap hit. Yeah, it was like a 108 million dollar cap hit, I believe, off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, top 29 guys up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, he that? literally would not be able to field a team for the foreseeable future. <laughs> and he thought that that cap hit got spread out over 4 years. No, no. not how that works. No. So there's that no. fiasco. And now there's apparently another trade fiasco that I'd love to hear about, Icom. So please fill us in. And the other fiasco in this trade was approved by the trade committee. It was between the Cowboys and the 49ers, where the 49ers were sending Javon Kinlaw to the Dallas Cowboys in exchange for the supposed 15th overall pick and a future second-round pick. And it got posted on Twitter and all in chat until I had to remind everybody that the Cowboys actually had the 10th overall pick. <laughs> and that just changed everything because five picks, so that's a pretty big top 10 pick. But the Cowboys didn't even know what damn pick they had in the first round. Does this surprise you? I can hear my hero. It <laughs> does man. not surprise me, but it made for a good laugh and chuckle in the chat today. And then <laughs> – Shefty had to announce that for the first time in red zone history, an approved trade had been reversed due to inaccurate assets being sent to the trade committee. Unbelievable. No penalties. I don't know where I was. Should there be a fault when this happened? But this is the trade committee's fault then. Okay. And they need to know who who has which pick. You just say it's your first round pick. 
Yeah, but he's submitted in the tra- uh, in the trade fifteenth overall pick. So the information the trade committee received was inaccurate from sounds the like submit. Their, sounds like they didn't do their due diligence. Um, but I'm just more frustrated <laughs> because like Greg's been telling me he has a fifth overall pick in our fucking trade talks and. He Clearly, does have a, he, he does, does have two top. He has 10 the fourth picks. overall. Total, pick. Yes. it's not okay. the fifth. Yeah, he has the fourth right, overall. Cool. See, he's telling you fifth. Yeah, and it's this the guy. Oh my god! <laughs> he said a top five. He said a top oh, five. So fo- yeah, he, he has the fourth. Five. Four is the he top has the five. fourth and the tenth. And, and then talk, everybody was, we're talking second round. We're not. I'm not. We're, I'm not getting his first round. Picks. But then everybody was talking. Why'd you send off Vanderesh? You know, only to replace him with Kinlaw. You know, you should have just kept LVE the whole time and then used one of your top ten picks to, you know, draft Ken, the, a future Ken Law. So. I hope you guys took care of this game, by the way. They like, yeah, they're, they oh, yes. they're, they're just running the ball and just scoring touchdowns. It's... Uh, but, but that concludes uh, the trades so far. I expect a flurry more of trades once the offseason officially kicks off here. Yeah, uh, I, tonight. I got a few that are being submitted right now. I had to um, play this game of not submitting anything until my season ended. But there will be some fun stuff happening over in Jacksonville. Yeah, We're all excited. Um, I know you should be. We're definitely not. Yeah, overjoyed. All right, moving on. Let's look at the 3-plus-1 list a little bit and, and kind of give a little peek in a free agency. Um, so, you know, I posed the question to you guys before we got on the air. Um, if there is someone on the free agency, someone's, like, potential 3-plus-1 list that could be out there, um, that is intriguing to you, where do you think that best fit for that person to move on to would be? Um, I will start. I think that if defensive tackle Michael Pierce from your Minnesota Vikings, Icom, does not end up back mm-hmm. in Minnesota... I think that this is going to be one of the top free agents out there in free agency. Um, I think that he is a beast up the middle. And I think that if you plug him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that defensive line will be the best in football. And they're going to be very difficult to score upon. Don't speak that into existence, Moj. I'm a good fit. You heard it, off. Come, come get Pierce. I'm going to rip you the fuck off if you want Pierce. <laughs> uh, Stefan Tuitt would also be a great fit. They are very similar players. Tuitt just being older. Love Tuitt. Yeah. Do you guys have anyone that we uh, we have on this list that you think would be a good fit somewhere? Let's talk about well, Derek Carr, man. Sorry if I cut somebody off. I no, think you're Derek good. Carr yeah. is interesting. Carr is definitely um, interesting. He's, he's... Well, cause it's because he's not as good as he's not like you have to overpay him, but he's going to be a player. You can kind of, because I think he's superstar. I think Tico got him up there. So he's going to cost like a, not a super pretty penny, but he's going to cost something. Um, but if you're a quarterback needy team and you want a quarterback, who's going to, who's got a good arm. I think Derek Carr is a, is a really good player. I would like to see him end up. I mean, if, if uh, blueprint can go and get Derek Carr, you know, if that, that cap penalty isn't too ridiculous for Lamar, I think Derek Carr isn't a terrible replacement there. Interesting. Yeah, I like Carr. Carr's still a good player. He's 32. He is superstar. His abilities are nice, though. He does have quick draw, and he has pocket dead eye, which is awesome if you have the protection to keep guys out of his face. Um, you know, he's got 91 throw power still, 88 deep accuracy, 83 mid, 90 short. Uh, decent speed. You know, 80, he can get out of the pocket a little bit and get on the run. Um, he's a Yeah, he's a nice player. I mean, I think there's a handful of teams where he would fit in. Uh, it'd be real interesting to see what happens with the Titans once this game is over and what they decide to do with Cam and, you know, how Cam kind of looks next year. Um, I don't think Carr is a bad, you know, replacement for Cam if Cam regresses a little bit. Um, but with the success he had, I'd be surprised even if Cam does regress if he is not still in Tennessee. Um, any of you guys have any other thoughts, any other players, anything else you want to touch on? I'm just uh, really was- happy I'm going to get to build the Packers team in Jacksonville. You know, they're all leaving. Amos might be walking from the Ravens. Smith brothers. Let's go get, yeah, well, let's go get Dean Larry, Zadarius, get Amos. You know, it's just going to be, it's going to be a great time over here in Jacksonville. Boy, Bring in the good guys. Lancaster's there. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take Larry over Harrison Lancaster. Harrison Smith is out there, man. Harrison Smith's out. Fletcher Cox. I think of Fletcher Cox, I think I expect him to be tagged since he's a 97 overall by the Eagles. But imagine Jim taking Fletcher Cox and pairing him up with Aaron Donald, and then he's got that youngster in Devontae Rainey on the line. Oh, how dominant would that freaking offensive uh, defensive if line I'm be? Fletcher, not that, if, yeah, that'd be if I'm Fletcher Cox, I'd rather drink cyanide than go play in 
in LA on that Rams team because I'm going to be from a perspective of having 99 overall Donald, 97 overall Fletcher Cox. I'm going to be on the field nonstop because my quarterback's a turnover factory and one of the worst decision makers in the league. And I'm just going to be consistently on the field getting killed and He's getting too old for that shit, bro. He's 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 an old man now. He doesn't want to be playing that much. Got earned his wages. He's got earned them. He's earned them. I he thought I thought Fletcher Cox was older than that. I might have to pair him up with um my little rookie X Factor D tackle and have some real fun. I thought he was like 33, 34. No, he's not that old. Ooh. Yeah, he's got he's got, he's got some a couple years left. Dell's not going. No, I'd, I'd be I'd be shocked if he was. Calais Campbell. Now that's a different story. He hates Calais Campbell. Uh, but Fletcher Cox, I think, will be staying. Damn. Any other players? Anyone else? Is Andy sleeping? Did he, is he fall asleep yet? No, I'm, right, I'm cool. here. No, no, I'm here. I'm, I'm looking through. I don't really have anything that pops out to me. Tom Brady's going to be a free agent for all you guys that want to retire the GOAT with I'm you. Good. I have a Jimmy G. Um, let's move on <laughs> to the trade block. Is there anyone posted on the trade block that you think would be a good asset somewhere else? You know, like oh, I'm gonna go first. Kind of a must, a must make trade that you think would put a team over the top. Cad had put Russell Wilson on the block. It won't happen, obviously, for financial reasons. I don't think. But what if Rock replaced Cam Newton with Russell Wilson? Don't speak that into existence. <laughs> oh man, how could that would? I mean, what he's done with Cam this year? If he had 97 overall, Russell Wilson. Oh, Derrick Henry. That'd be that'd be some fantasy football. It'd be some Madden stuff. Man. Not, I think Michael Thomas would look really good somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Michael um, Thomas was on the Bengals, man. Imagine that team. <laughs> God dang. Bengals are now with, like you said, with Lamar gone. <laughs> I mean, got a battle my, with the Steelers. That's it's what I told Toff. I said, this is my little, like, two-year window. Mixon's 27 going on 28. <laughs> Lamar's gone. Freaking OBJ's gone now. Let me be great. Just accept hey. it. I don't care if I get raped. I'm okay with rape, so it's consensual sex. Let me do it. Consensual. Top Brass is trying to hold you down. It's they need to friends. let you be Michael Thomas. That's what I'm saying. Let's start a petition. <laughs> what is happening on this show? Um, I think the two interesting ones, we kind of touched on them earlier, is Bosa and Kinlaw. Wherever those guys go, they are going to be awesome. Um there's a number of teams that could use pass rushing help in this league. Uh, how great would it be if the Bosa brothers played together in, in, oh, in, in, in L.A.? How cool would that be? Especially with the wide receivers and the weapons that Aston has and the you know Block is an X Factor now. and You got to combat that somehow, right? Like Imagine if he got Bosa and plugged him on the opposite side of his brother and those two guys could just wreck havoc all the time. I think that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, he had fun. a good run. Yeah, he did have a good run. 100% he had a good run. All right, let's move on. There's nothing else. Uh, we could touch on some of the in-game awards races. Um, those are just finalized now, I believe, now that we are at the Super Bowl. Um, so your MVP yeah. of the league is Drew Locke. RIP Sam coming in second. Uh, Coach of the year is yours truly. Um, we go to Offensive Player of the Year in the AFC. You have Joe Mixon. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus May, which is surprising. Glad I traded him. Um, in the NFC, Miles Sanders, Offensive Player of the Year. Isaiah Simmons, once Shocker. again, Defensive Player of the Year. Are there any of these you don't agree upon? Are there any arguments you want to make? Anything that you see that should be different? Wait, Joe Mixon won yeah, something? Yeah, he won AFC Offensive Player of the Year. <laughs> oh, let's go. I had no idea. <laughs> No, oh, this guy is breaking, breaking news. He really Let's is go. like Nick. Last year. MVP. Craziness. What an X-Factor kind of player he is. He is a stud. Next year, I am only running with one running back to make Joe Mixon look like the fakest running back to ever exist. <laughs> wow. Good luck with that. Just so you can never talk about Joe Mixon again. cheesy as hell. Um, if we go to Rookies of the Year, Walter Crocker of the Chargers, who Ian Johnson has been politicking in chat to win Rookie of the Year, won his running back. Um, John Matthias, the – I don't know what position this guy plays, but he plays on the Titans. Strong safety. There you go, strong safety. And in the NFC, you have Gerald Blaylock of the Niners, and you have Terrence Parker of the football team. Boo. Also yeah, a strong Goldsberry. Goldsberry. 
Both of them, I think both strong safeties, Matthias and Parker, both had nine interceptions. <clears throat> I think they played excellent for both those defenses. I think those well-deserved for defensive rookie of the years, offensive rookie years. I think they got those right. No complaints for me. All right, cool. Anyone else? Goldsberry for rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year in the NFC. This is not the it. segment where we politic for our own players to get the awards. <laughs> Look, I took him from a 76 to an 83, man. He was normal depth. So I am. You're welcome. You're welcome for those two picks. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you. <clears throat> Sorry. Why you're welcome? Did you trade him the picks, or you told him who to take? No, I threw him two picks during you a game. Two picks on oh, the picks like the interception <laughs> on accident. Gotcha. Yes, on accident. This, that was a fun this game, sounds. By the way. I really enjoyed. This that sounds one. very <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to win. Collusion. Um. Absolutely. Not. All right. Is there a team that took a step this year that took a step forward that you want to see really make a push and try to get better for next season? We'll start with Pat. Uh, the New York Jets. <laughs> You're an asshole. What? I I already <laughs> did make a section? move to get better. Yeah, they I'm, I'm done. I did that. <clears throat> 14 and 2, and you can't even win a five interception game in the wild card. There we just... go. That's not at all what this segment is. So, okay. I just don't know how you look. Like, you really have to work in your playoff games. So. I have to work on my playoff games. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would say okay, so. uh, Weed Seed and the football but, team, uh, if they would, because they've been rolling with what, Mariota the last yeah, two seasons? Yeah, he 100% is a quarterback. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, I think if he could find a quarterback, he could actually do really some real damage. And the Chargers, uh, they made they took a step forward making the playoffs, but they struggle offensively. Uh, they don't put up the big points on the board. If you looked, I think Herbert was in the negative uh, touchdown interception wise. So they need to help get a weapon to complement Keenan Allen. I think. I agree. I don't hate that take either. Chargers would have been my pick as well. I think Ian Johns is in a good spot though. I think he's done a good job this cycle. Um, man, yes. with a lot going to X Factor though, and and those receivers are getting better. Like it's gonna be real tough over there. But he just beat him once. You know, he got him in the playoffs when it counted. So we'll see what happens with Ian moving forward. Um, I agree too. I do want to see Washington go get a quarterback. Mariota wasn't bad in their playoff game and their loss to Adele. I mean, he did go uh, 194 yards, one touchdown, no picks, 16 of 25, which is okay. Uh, but they really struggled to stop the run and get Sanders off the field in that game. Uh, he made the big splash this past offseason getting Kareem Hunt, which I thought was a good fit for him. Um, so I do want to see him kind of give his team a better opportunity to win by getting a quarterback. Uh, so yeah, I agree with those. Those are two good teams. Um, I think that I think Jake is also going to make a move because that's what he does. Um, he's also, you know, he had a pretty decent run. Like he, he lost a real close game on a, <laughs> a three play drive in, in the fourth quarter with 10 seconds left, you know, to lose, uh, in a game that he was winning against the rock. So he's close, man. He's right there. I think that getting, um, Mari Cooper, Halfway through the year was huge for him, uh, so we'll see if he can add anything else to help help that team. I, th I think the Falcons are a team that took a huge step this season. Um, they went on won that division, but they really only seem to be missing one thing: where they need a run game. They, they had a really good passing offense; their defense played really good. It seems that this young quarterback they got, DJ Carter, is going to be there for the future, even though he's still not, you know, really that good stat wise but they just they were the worst running team in the league and it's hard to win playoff games it's hard to you know just make things easier on your quarterback when you're constantly depending on that so i'd like to see him kind of short up the o-line a little bit he has a young o-line so i don't think he's really going to add anyone but really dev that get them to where they need to be and just find a running back that fits what you want to do we we know kelly's capable of using a running back well. We've seen him do it in past cycles. So I'd just like to see him do that. Get that running game to the middle of pack and just I think it will give him the step he needs to really just make this team much more dominant than they even were this season. It's interesting too because he traded Gurley to me halfway through the season, but he still has two young guys. He's drafted running backs the past two years. He took Cedric Gay this past draft and he took yeah. McKee the year before. They're both not bad players, but they both seem to be like they're projects, and they both seem to be, like, good change-of-pace guys. Like, they don't look like he has that bell cow there uh, that can kind of carry the load for the offense. 
Uh, but, I mean, if you keep deving these guys up, like, Cedric is pretty good. 87 trucking and 91 speed is a really nice combination. Um, you know, his carrying's good. It's a 91 carry. His juke move's okay at 82. So, I think that's where he's going to struggle. He's much more of a fast yeah. power back. But he needs to, yeah, like you said, he needs to find the right way to implement these guys into what his works. offense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it's not. I can't say the same thing as the line. Like they're young, they're going to get better. I think it's just really figuring out what works and how to make it more productive. I don't know that he has to go get someone or splash anything around like to go get someone that actually is girly. Like I think these guys will become good. He just has to figure out what type of run game works for him and just commit to it to take some pressure off DJ Carter because as much as they had a great throwing offense, he threw twenty five interceptions and. A lot of that just comes you're throwing the ball too much. You know, you don't have a run game to kind of put you in easier passing situations. And I think if he, if he figures out that to work, this offense is going to be scary. He's not going to have Julio much longer, if at all. I'm not sure how that works. But he still has Calvin Ridley. Julio's and he'll, that's not going to be a big drop-off. He also needs a kicker. My God, what? he'll get a kicker, Kelly. Young, <laughs> young Hoku stinks. 93 <laughs> kick power, 68 kick accuracy. Go get a kicker. But other than that, the team's in a good spot. Like you said, they do have some young players that are debbing. They do have some young guys, I mean, sorry, some old guys mixed in there. Like, C.J. Mosley's over there. Um, I know he's got Deion Jones. He's got Tack McKinley still. Grady Jarrett's getting up there. He, he may be on the 3-plus-1, too, if I'm not mistaken. I know his right tackle's getting old. Lane Johnson, 33. But, you know, it's, it's a decent mix of, of some vets and some young guys. But, yeah, I mean, it kind of comes down to, is that quarterback, once you get into the playoffs, is he good enough? to not make mistakes and to carry you. I mean, it's tough when the guy's really a 70 overall. And, you know, he put up a great, great numbers this year. He's got great throw power. But his accuracy stink. This guy really needs to get devved. I don't know if he's going to be the long-term answer here. Any thoughts? Um, for, for Kelly, I mean, I play him twice a year. He's got a really nice passing attack. I mean, we've already said all that already. Um, but I think defensively, I think he can make a couple of upgrades. Um, he gives up a lot of points. Um, but, again, he can outscore you, the opponent, kind of taking that um, the earnest approach like he had in Kansas City, but uh, obviously not to the same extent. But I think a couple of pieces to that secondary would, would take him a long way. I think that would um, definitely put him over the edge and be able to be a contender. He's already a contender, but more like a, I guess, NFC title game kind of um, kind of contender. Yeah. Consistent. And I think Kelly even mentioned it. he might take a slight step back this year because he will have a first-place schedule winning the division. Julio's another year older at 34 years old. He's still, he'll still be fantastic, obviously, make plays. But if Tampa goes out and gets a quarterback, obviously they tried to get Watson. That wasn't definitely feasible at all to happen, but Tampa's still going to be competitive there. And the Saints are sounds like they're in rebuild mode, mode if they're sending off Michael Thomas. And then the Panthers are – what middle of the road so i don't know if they can make some improvements to help push atlanta back down a little bit so it's it'll be competitive though in that south for two teams definitely between the bucks and the falcons yeah it does seem like it's a two-team race there and you kind of have like malik on the outside looking in through the window like trying to get inside and figure it out he always seems to like just fall short and then you have like spencer flailing around in the mud in the driveway so i mean you have the two guys who are running the house over there we'll see what happens as that moves forward Trading Michael Thomas, I don't think is going to help you, but you know we'll see what happens. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about trade wise, player movement wise, anything that you guys are excited about, anything like that? Well, uh, speaking of the Panthers, it looks like they have not resigned Teddy Bridgewater, so they don't have a QB on the roster except for an inexperienced uh, young. Uh, Chet Hamilton going forward. I don't think he's the answer, so I'm not sure if they're going to go for a quarterback, make a trade. Uh, the draft should be very interesting, I think. The Eagles are going to make moves. Adele has two first-round picks. He's going to finagle and watch. He has the eighth right now pick in at the 31 or 32, and he'll probably end up finagling that into a top three pick. It's disgusting that he's disgusting. in the Super Bowl and has pick eight. It's just absolutely yeah. disgusting. Um. Yeah, I don't know if Teddy is the right. He's kind of I love Teddy in real life, obviously, but he's kind of like just the epitome of average, right? 85 throw power, 84 deep, 85 mid, 90 shorts, not bad. Play actions a 78, nothing crazy. Um, you know, he he's a little mobile, speeds an 82, but 
I'm not trying to run around with his fragile ass. Uh, you know, it's just, yeah, I mean, I think the Panthers could definitely use the upgrade, right? You had a pretty good year out of CMC. Um, he's got good wide receivers there, you know? So, D- DJ Moore yeah. had a great year. Uh, Curtis Samuel's a freak. Um, David Moore's not bad either. Uh, I do like the O.J. Howard pickup. He has O.J. Howard there as his tight end now. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the Panthers. I do think that he needs to fix a couple of these spots on the old line. The left guard's real weak. Um, center's getting old and you know, could be gone at any day now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the team's not bad. He, he just seems to like fall short every year and he's like right there. And it's like, will he sneak in? Will he not sneak in? Uh, he did make the trade for Matthew a few years ago. I don't think that that's made like tremendous impacts and obviously hasn't gotten him over the hump yet. Um, but I do think quarterback is the thing that is holding him back. So, I mean, Hey, maybe he hits on a guy. Maybe he has a trade that he's looking at, but man, I, it, it's crazy because it's like, you get some of these guys who, win regardless of how bad the quarterback is right like Jalen Hurts should not be putting up the numbers he's putting up he shouldn't <laughs> right? right but he's doing it because it's me and then you have guys who went to Alabama shut Spencer. up so did AJ <laughs> McCarron like what does that matter you know, <laughs> jo- Joe backup. Namath went to Alabama so and Joe Namath stinks like he got a ring yeah I, I know I know that and <laughs> I better I better be thankful because that's the only one that I'm ever going to see in my life, and I didn't even get let's to see it. Let's hear a roll I'm not. No. Yeah, let's look at those quarterbacks' that's... wide receivers, but that's for a different day. I, I he's got to find. I think if he could find a quarterback and can upgrade and, and pull some strings, I would have liked <laughs> to see him in on Lamar. Honestly, I think that would have been a great fit for him as well. You put Lamar with CMC, my goodness. Uh, so glad he's not in the NFC <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I, if I'm a leak, I, I think that's the position I kind of focus on, too. And, and maybe you go pick up a vet and a stopgap guy for a year or two. Like, maybe you go get in on a car who I think is an upgrade over Bridgewater. That six Sorry. overall jump in arm strength is going to be massive for him. Uh, it's huge. Arm strength is big yeah, in this yeah, game, for sure. It definitely sure. matters. Uh, you know, so th- there's options out there for the Panthers I think that he would be smart to take advantage of. Yeah. Score update, um, 28-21 Eagles with 6-18 to go in the third. And he's driving. Oh, my God. He's at the 23-yard line already. You hate to see it. Oh, fly, Eagles, yep. fly. Told you I was right. <laughs> there you go. Um, moving on, there's not too much more. Um, we do have one segment left that I kind of pre-planned. A team that did take a step this year that you know kind of made a jump and, and was surprising that you expect to take a step back next year. I think the the Falcons or that team, especially with their schedule, are going to be a little more difficult. Um, it's not a shot to Kelly. I think, uh, I mean, going from the fourth to first place, you see an obvious difference. Um, there's going to be a bit of drop off. He's not going to win as many games, I don't think. Um, but I wouldn't say it's going to be a huge step back. He's not going to miss the playoffs. I don't think. I think he'll be a wild card team, but he's not going to win a division. Interesting. <clears throat> I don't hate that. I don't hate that take at all. Well, I think the football team had a great season, but with Adele getting the picks he's going to have, getting being playing how he is with Jalen, I think he's Adele's going to have a better, I mean, it's weird to say a better season next year than this year. He's winning in the Super Bowl right now, but a better regular season. And, you know, we're going to have that harder schedule, and I just, I, I don't think he's going to be able to pull up to win the division again next year. I think he's going to be struggling. I, I still consider me a playoff team. But he's going to have to take a step back, and he'll, he'll be fighting for a wild card spot instead of winning that division. Yeah, I can see that too. I, especially if he doesn't address quarterback, I think that it's just it eventually has to bite him in the ass, right? Like mm-hmm. you think. And then I think uh, the Cardinals will take a step back. Uh, I think the 49ers now control that division with uh, obtaining Lamar Jackson. That is their division now to lose. Um, I think obviously the Cardinals, I think, will be running. You know, they'll be trying to get a wild card, but I don't think they, they'll get the division uh, this upcoming season. I guess the Niners. Yeah, I don't hate that take either. Um, Pittsburgh's an interesting team to watch too, right? Because they're also letting Haskins go. Um, from what I'm hearing, he does not like Haskins at all, and he hates him. Um, so that that's a big hole too, right? Are we going to go back to Jake Fromm? Like, is that really what we're going to do now, right? And you're going to go from a 90-throw power Haskins back to 84? Like... 
<laughs> Please. Right? Like, you know, you're, you're two back and she's back down to like a 75 because he's got some morale improvements here. So it's like, is that what he if, – if he doesn't square away quarterback, he, he would be a good fit. Derek Carr would fit great here in Pittsburgh, honestly. No. Um, but, you know, he's going to pound the rock, but that only takes you so far, man. you got to be able to throw the ball, especially in crunch time late in the game. Uh, you saw it in the playoffs, right? Pat kind of did what he could to stop that run game, and Haskins couldn't get it done late. So he's got good wide receivers over yeah, there, yeah. like those top three guys he has. Haskins wasn't in the game late. Who was in the game? He pulled from in. From. Oh. He, he three-picks sit. Um, Does he know you don't have Haskins to do that in the playoffs? playoffs? He, he said in the Probably chat not. he, he – he said in the chat he did know you did not have to do that. He just thought Haskins was playing like shit. So he Right. So, so you lose Haskins. You're right going to let Haskins picks. go because you hate him. You're, you're going to play from. You lost your right guard to Castro. The The backup Rutledge isn't bad, but you're going from a, a 93 overall guy to like a 72 overall guy. So that is big. Um, his O-line is young. Like The defense is going to be real good. I think that losing to it, he kind of replaced that guy already, obviously making the trade with the Chiefs. But... It'll be interesting to see, man. If you don't have that quarterback, it, eventually it's going to bite you in the ass unless you're an elite player, and I don't think he's at that level yet. So Pittsburgh could be another team I could see taking a step back, especially if Andy could figure this it game's, out. This game's over. Fucking yeah, it's over. Rock's trying to push it, just threw a pick on another play action, deep throw. Also, and... 30 touchdowns from that Pittsburgh backfield is really impressive. I think we should, we should make that known. Um that's I don't, I don't even remember seeing anything like that. Before. Yeah, it's it's definitely he runs the ball great, right? But that's only going to carry you so far. Well, I agree. True. And as you see here in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl, we were all wrong except for Moji. You hate to see right. it. Remember, remember that. It's usually what happens. Um, <laughs> Boom. Anything else you guys would like to touch three touchdowns? On? We hate to give Toff the pink slip, but um, his last supercast was like two seasons he'll be, ago. He'll be back, I'm sure. He's like a stray dog. I can't get rid of. He'll be back. I want to be on a. I want to be on a supercast with Toff. Yeah. That that'll make for a good. Uh, I don't know. Good good I just don't think anything will get said. We love Icon. If me and you can get through a whole episode without killing each other, I think that they'll figure it out. It may, t- it may stall in the first 10 minutes a lot, but I'll have to get a mute button and kind of keep you guys in line. I think, And I think Moji and Pat will vouch for me. I'm like the least, you know, aggressive guy. Oh, yeah, it's just great that Toph thinks that you're it's not that, and you're just like playing into this bit to troll him, and he doesn't get it. Yeah. It's, it's great. We love it. I'm always here for trolling. Yeah, it is good. Yes, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So... All right, I have nothing else. If you guys are done, um, taking good quits here. This is not one of those two-hour episodes, which is nice because we didn't go through every single team. Um, so if you didn't make the playoffs, I've got to talk else. about you. Do better next year. I don't know to tell you. Um, Please don't talk about it. It's been yep. fun. I'm looking yep. forward to the off season. I will not be at the draft Saturday. RP. Boo. Where are you going? It's my grandmother's 90th birthday, and we are taking her to dinner. So. What time is it Saturday? I don't know yet, but I okay. I voted for Friday. It could be Friday, so no. it might be Friday night. What time Wait, is on Saturday? Votes? Where do we vote? Yeah, there's a yeah. vote. Yeah. I missed yeah. a lot today. Yeah. I didn't vote all day. What the fuck? <laughs> Go vote for Friday. <laughs> I will vote for Friday. He posted it mid Oh, this game so is not over, by the oh. way. That's a fumble six Ooh. here. In a fumble six? Awesome. 30-18 strip sack, and that's a touchdown for the Titans. So we now have a 35-28 game. With still a minute wow. to go in the fourth quarter. We are not done, but that over is Third smashed. Quarter. Sorry. That over has been smashed. Certainly. I thought in the Super Bowl they'd play a little bit more defense, but guess not. If you took the under, sorry. There was a couple unders on there. I, I think the book may be okay this year, but we may have done all right. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's been bad, but it's I'm okay. So I can go back to making money as well. These games are just too easy to bet on, unless you're Cab or White Greg. Right, I'm going to All bed. Right. Well, you go to bed. Red Zone, it's yeah. been real. We'll catch you guys next season. Hope yep. you enjoyed. And once again, go Jets. Yeehaw, baby. Peace out, Red Zone.